This is CBS News Bay Area with Juliet Goodrich. Good evening. In the past hour, San Francisco firefighters recovered a body from a Sunset District home leveled by a massive explosion and fire. The initial blast happened about nine hours ago, but as you can see, the scene at 22nd and Noriega is still crawling with investigators, including federal agents from the ATF and the DEA. An excavator has been brought in to dig through the rubble of the house that apparently exploded. The force of the blast has severely damaged homes. Homes to the left and the right of it, and blew out the windows of other homes and cars up and down the block. In addition to the victim who died, another was badly burned, and a firefighter suffered minor injuries. Our Wilson Walker spent the day in the neighborhood speaking with stunned residents as investigators dug for answers to the question everyone is asking tonight what happened? Uh, we were watching the news, and all of a sudden, boom, the whole house shook. And contents of a, of a cabinet came on the floor. So we jumped up. We thought something rammed into our house. Lou Samaris was shaken by the blast, and he lives on the next block over. In the house right next door to the explosion, Karen Lay was just sitting down for a conference call. All of a sudden, I just hear a big boom. And I was knocked off the chair. And obviously, the, the glasses was flying out of the window. The front door was busted. Then, as I was leaving, running out of the, the garage, I saw the fires coming. Up and down the street, neighbors came out of their own rattled homes trying to figure out what had happened. And I could just see what looked like a crumbled house. It wasn't completely engulfed yet. Moments later, the house was consumed by fire, sending smoke towering over the neighborhood. Yeah, luckily, fire, you know, SF fire department was here pretty quick, police were here pretty quick. Yes, we have seen uh, vehicles damaged, homes damaged, uh, and I think a lot of the neighbors here are just sort of uh, in shock. People from blocks away came to see the aftermath of the explosion they heard earlier in the morning, and many of the immediate neighbors are still waiting to get a better look at the state of their homes. Broken windows can be seen up and down the street with many residents telling us they think the damage goes far beyond that. Uh, my living room windows are blown out. My side door is jarred. We can't open that, or we can't open the front door either. More than 100 firefighters responded to the scene. Again, the body of one victim has been recovered in just the past hour. There is still no word on what caused the explosion. We will have a crew there all evening, and we'll bring you an update on the late news at 11. In other news, San Francisco Mayor London Breed, she laid out her vision for the city going forward in her annual State of the City address. A lot of it focusing on reimagining downtown, which was hit hard by the pandemic. San Francisco downtown, as we know it, is not coming back. And you know what? That's okay. Mayor Breed says she wants to attract more businesses. In fact, she proposed tax breaks for incoming companies and pausing tax increases on existing businesses. She also wants to ensure downtown is safe and clean by adding more cleaning crews and an increased public safety presence. The mayor also said the city needs transit operators to get Muni and transit back on track. SFMTA is facing a $214 million budget deficit. So one idea under consideration to raise revenue is extending metered parking meters on weekday evenings and also Sundays. In order to create a stronger economy, Breed says there needs to be more affordable housing in the city. And her plan, she says, is simple. 
We need to remove the barriers to build new housing, period. That's it. Breed's Housing for All plan calls for 82,000 new homes to be built over the next eight years by speeding up the housing approval process. All right, now on to a housing battle of sorts in Marin County. So this one has to do with dozens of so-called anchor outs living out in the middle of Richardson Bay. The county says they are there illegally and wants them to move back to dry land in the next three years. Brian Hackney caught up with an artist who lives on one of these floating homes. My father used to bring me over here when I was a kid. And then one time later on, I came over and I saw a guy walking down from the houseboat dock. And I said, you know, that's what I want to do. I want to, I want to be one of those guys. Houseboats are usually moored to a dock. That's a $3 million boat. But when you live in an anchor out, you need a boat just to get to your boat. The view is the greatest. It's a lifestyle enjoyed by about 70 people off Sausalito. There's this freedom. It makes me feel alive. And how much rent do you pay? No, I don't pay any rent. That's a pretty unique... Uh... That's a, yes, it's the real last free ride. <laughs> this is actually Stephen Errett's art studio. This is great. That's the canvas? That's the canvas. And for inspiration... Aha! Wow. <laughs> this is breathtaking. You can see why he's lived out here since 1972. After more than 50 years, you're not planning on making any changes. Uh, not if I don't have to. <laughs> but he just might. Camera's back. Around the time Stephen first moved in, law enforcement tried to move them out. You're under arrest. The houseboat wars pitted anchor outs against developers. When the sheriff came out and they were beating people up, it got ugly. The developers won? The developers won. 50 years on, there's a new push to scour Richardson Bay of the boats, saying they're damaging eel grass. In three years, this lifestyle might come to an end. Wow. You got everything you need on this houseboat. Yeah. Bedroom? That's it up there. And office. That's my office, too. The bathroom's in here. How do you get electricity? Uh, I make it myself with solar panels and windmill. Television? I only get a couple of channels, but, uh, you know. What's it like on a wild and stormy night? Rocking and rolling. In fact, Stephen's boat sank in a storm 20 years ago. He got it floating again, funding the job by selling some art. It's so subtle. That's what he does for a living. Create art with his colleague Cynthia Franco up in Sebastopol. That one's pretty good there. This partnership works. Yeah. It's great. It's, it's amazing, really. They create some beautiful art, but it seems as if Stephen is never on dry land for long. Hey, there's a little bird. You got pets. Yeah, I got pets. Well, I remember the first time I saw you. Steve doesn't seem too worried this may all be coming to an end. Well, you know, it doesn't do any good to worry. <laughs> Maybe that's because he can't imagine living like you and I do. You ever get lonely out here? No. Really? No. I know it's water, but this is where I really feel grounded. I'd like to stay out here till, uh, you know, till I uh, pass on. 
The Marin Housing Authority just approved a voucher program which would help 17 anchor outs find housing on dry land. There is a push to recall San Mateo Mayor Amaranth Lee, and a group of former mayors are actually joining the campaign. It comes in the wake of a vote buying scandal that the mayor insists she did not participate in. So, Sarah Donchi's here with what she's working on for the late news at 11. So, fill us in. Wow, a lot going on yeah. here, Juliet. Uh, good to see you, first of all. Yeah. Okay, so the San Mateo City Council got attention from all over the mm -hmm. Bay Area, even from all over the state back in December. It was deadlocked. They really couldn't get anything done because they couldn't agree on appointing a mayor, a process that is normally kind of ceremonial, turned into a huge political power struggle. And now tonight, as Juliet mentioned, there's this growing campaign to oust the person they finally agreed to, Amarance Lee. To be bullied by a city official to know how I'm going to vote is none of their damn business. Okay, that was former Mayor Claire Mack. Tonight, the district attorney told us they are investigating allegations of backroom dealings, but they are not investigating Amaranth Lee, who was at the center of this recall effort. So, Julia, mm. there is a lot at play here. Like we said, San Mateo has really seen its fair share of political upheaval mm -hmm. in the last several weeks. The power struggle that they saw back in December Absolutely. kind of read like a novel. It was a lot of drama, a lot of public reaction to right. that. And now it seems like tonight is just another chapter in that story. Well, agree. And I feel like we're going to find the end of the chapter because at the end of the day, if you have an investigation, there's going to be hopefully an answer and we'll know where things stand. One way or the other, eventually. Yeah. Kids from Rancho Cotati High School in Ronert Park, they got a chance to talk live with an astronaut on the International Space Station today who actually went to the same high school. Nicole Mann, she grew up in Petaluma, has been on the ISS since October, speaking from 250 miles above the Earth's surface. She told students her path to space, starting as a marine and fighter pilot, and serving on the ISS changes your perspective on things. It's incredible to see the planet below us. It's magnificent to see the planet, and at the same time, it makes you realize just how fragile our planet is. Wow, man is the first Native American woman to go to space. What a great thing for those high school students to see. Thanks for watching. The news continues streaming on CBS News Bay Area. We'll see you back here at 11. Thanks for joining us. Have a good one.